In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. If you like our work, would you please hit the subscribe button? Won't cost you anything, won't take a minute. Send us a few quid if you're so minded via Patreon or PayPal. Please God, you will be so minded. Would you keep the constructive comments coming? They help with the algorithm as well. And above all, would you keep us in your prayers and remember us in your masses? Mmm, you little angel. Angelic. An angel. From heaven. What are we talking about here? We're we talking about little cherubs, pink-faced banking and nosediving and zooming around in some Baroque painting. The angels in the Old Testament, and the angels are mentioned repeatedly, repeatedly in the Old Testament. There's a luxuriance of reference to angels. The angels of the Old Testament are a serious bit of kit. The Hebrew for angel is malach, which basically means a messenger. You have the reference, repeated reference, detailed reference in Ezekiel, chapter 1 and chapter 10 are worth reading, where you have a description of the Keruvim, yeah, with the four wings, yeah, the four wings who uh, attended by the uh, you know, the wheels with the eyes, uh, the whole bit. And then you have in Isaiah chapter 6, very famous reference to the seraphim. Seraph, he burned in Hebrew. The seraphim. Six wings. Eh. Personally, I'm a seraphim man. Personally, I mean... Keravim, I, I, I think really, you know, that's, that's uh, it's really too common. I like to hang out with the, you know, the quality. Yeah, get, get yourself some seraphim. And then you got the, you know, the whole thing of the burning coals in both, both books and all of this coal to the mouth. Yeah. So the angels come with messages. But yet, theologically, the message doesn't define the angel. That's what he's doing there. That's what he, she, it is doing there. Okay, the angel is a, a being that doesn't have a gender. It doesn't have a sex. But the primary function of the angels is to simply be in the presence of the Lord and minister to the Lord, who has no need of them, but he likes company. The heavenly court is full of angels. How many angels are they? Traditionally, the church believes multitudes. They're all over the place. They're like midges in August. They're everywhere. You've got these angels everywhere. You've got these seraphim and cherubim everywhere. We're with the hot coals. And they're there in the presence of the Lord. And they're constantly worshipping and ministering. Constantly in his presence. These guards of the royal palace, these uh, angelic, these perfect intellects, perfect wills, these beautiful creatures. 
incomparably beautiful creatures, pure creatures. Yeah? These angels are in his presence and then are sometimes gifted with a mission. Malach, the messenger. And as the messenger would in those days, in the name of the king. Was it an angel Jacob wrestled with? We're not told exactly. Sounds a bit like an angel and then it could be God as well. You, you, you can't be sure with some of those references. And of course the messenger could be human, not an angelic presence, but you have loads of angelic presences. And traditionally the church believes that we have, we have our own personal guardian angel, although different authorities in church history... <laughs> said, well, you know, they weren't always sure in the beginning. Well, do you have your own one? Absolutely your own. And maybe it's just maybe it's just one for a few, like, you know, or whatever. Yeah, no, I, 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 I like to think I have my own, my own angelic uh, presence. I, I think he must be extremely disillusioned and worn out with me. But uh, at the same time, I like to think that God thinks that much of me. That he didn't, so to speak, let me walk to school on my own. So these angels, these God, they are not, by the way, they're from all time. Or rather, you know, beyond time. The angels are created. Yeah, that, that, that's crucial. The angels are creatures like us. But unlike us, they're perfect intellect, perfect will, perfect intention, perfect knowledge. These are the remarkable ones in the presence of the Lord. And of course we believe that Satan and the demons are angelic angelic presences who are fallen. Rebels. Who in, in the words Milton puts into Satan's mouth in Paradise Lost uh, better to reign in hell. Isn't it? I think that's it. Better to reign in hell and serve in heaven you should pray more to the angels and particularly to the archangels and the references we have are to Michael Gabriel and Raphael and you notice that their names end in El El being the he- one of the Hebrew words for God I think we have more need of the angels now than we ever have had. I think it is a hugely neglected area of of our spirituality and our ecclesiology. The presence of the angels in the church is hugely important. In fact, I think I'll suggest another constitutional amendment in Ireland. We should have an article that refers to the rights of angels. Absolutely. And, and actually, given that angels don't have gender, perhaps they're ideal for the modern world. How about that? How about that? So they're not even trans, because that would imply some sort of a necessary transition. Okay. I, I, I think I'm onto something here. Damn it, I'm good. No, no, no. We need to get into our angelology. Particularly because we have a huge need of them. And they are at our service. And they are constantly there. Pray to your guardian angel. Pray to the archangels. 
ask God for angelic help to combat all the forces of darkness Satan and his his demons who prowl the world looking for souls to ruin St Michael the Archangel St Gabriel St Raphael all the angels pray for us in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit Amen <laughs>